the social introvert. Okay, so in November, I decided I no longer wanted to be a responsible parent and I gave up my kids. I was just tired of being responsible and caring for them. I felt like I was too young and I wanted to go out there and experience life and I started dating someone else so it just didn't fit with my new lifestyle. And I didn't have anything to worry about because the other parent is a very responsible parent. But now I'm here because now I'm in child support and to top it off, I'm really pissed off that I took care of them all the way up to November and I couldn't claim them on my taxes because the other parent had already claimed them. Yeah, you know, I just put that on too. Hey, yo, sleeves. About to talk to these niggas, man. Uh, speeding down the highway, just got the whip washed. Gotta thank God it's a Friday. Still the same letters on the whip, don't trip. Anytime you see it posted on the driveway. Had to stand tall through it all, now a ball took time. I just had to do it my way. A comment just got made, yeah, I just got paid. Gotta thank God it's a Friday. I gotta thank God for it. If it ain't about that, I ain't got time for it. I had to work a lot for it. Working when I'm bored, still working when I'm not bored. I had to earn a spot for it, for his green faces and to watch him on the clock more. If it ain't for me, I gotta let it be, no forcing it to be, I'm not for it. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 545. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcasts, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else podcasts can be listened to. Go ahead and uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. Send your thoughts. You got any questions? Need any advice about anything? I don't know. Or just insight? You want me to, I guess, give my my view or my POV on whatever uh, that you were wondering about just to get some perspective or a quick laugh maybe. Or if you want to put me on some new shit, man, some anime, some some movies, some TV shows, old or new, doesn't matter what it is. If you think I haven't seen it before or you think I should check out something, don't hesitate. Send those emails to the social introvert podcasts at gmail.com. So I saw Napoleon with Joaquin Phoenix and uh, it was uh, not that great. It was okay. I see what they were trying to do. It's directed by Ridley Scott, so automatically I'm like, okay, we we about to get some some fire. We about to get some heat. Ridley Scott, you know, Gladiator, uh, Alien. Uh, I could go on and on for days with about Ridley Scott, but this time around, I don't know what the disconnect is with this movie. And in my head, how I had it set up, I'm like, okay. We about to get Napoleon just slicing and dicing and just throwing his weight around. His his he he's a he's a short king. Uh, he is that, that's the one thing that they always try to point out about Napoleon Bonaparte. And I think it's funny because that's where the saying uh, "someone who has a Napoleon complex" comes from. That's when they're trying to poke fun at someone who's short. And I always found that funny because. And not to get too carried away with this, I'm a short guy, I'm a short king, and don't give a damn. I've been able to maneuver through life and get to the next step as necessary and, and uh, you know, just made myself be known. So I'm never, like, pressed about being a short guy, but it's always funny that 
people go out of their way to try to shit on short people or think that, I guess, because they are much bigger or taller or to, I don't know, they feel like they could try to bully somebody. And then when the person, the, the, the short person, uh, ain't going for it, <laughs> it makes themselves uh, be known and say, hey, you're not going to pull that shit on me. You can do it to somebody else, but you ain't going to do it to me. Now, all of a sudden, it's an issue. And the the saying, oh, you have such a Napoleon complex. Who do you think you are? And all other types of insults just come out of nowhere. The whole thing about uh, women who don't really like short guys is a myth. Uh, <laughs> not really, but it, it kind of is. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I'm... I'm, I'm telling you what I know. I'm not just saying that to say that. I'm letting you know what I know. I'm just whatever. But I always thought it was funny. Just wanted to put that out there. But Napoleon is uh, aight. It ain't that great. It's not, it's, it's not fire like that. I finished Reacher Season 2 on Amazon Prime. Reacher is awesome. And I'm, I'm happy that this is being properly depicted like it should be not the tom cruise shit and don't get me wrong i like the tom cruise movies of jack reacher it's okay but we tom cruise is not the guy to be jack reacher he is not of the physical build uh, as they described him in the books so when i initially saw it the first time around the trailer for the movie jack reacher and tom cruise pops up i'm just like cap Ain't no way. That's not Jack Reacher. Nah. But uh, the actor's name is Alan Richson. I hope I'm not butchering his last name. But uh, he is the guy who played Hawk on Titans. The DC Universe streaming service show that, you know, moved on over to HBO Max. And yeah, yeah. Um, he was on there. And yeah, they got the right guy to play Reacher. They got the perfect guy to play Reacher. This time around, it's season two was more of so like a revenge tale. And Reacher is just the way he's made out to be this season is damn near like a superhero. Just kicking ass. Just just whooping ass. And some of the books, like this is based on uh, some of the books. Sometimes Reacher was like this espionage smooth dude. Not not like a James Bond type, but they added just a little bit of espionage spy type shit going on and then there were some books maybe around like book 10, 11, 12 maybe Jack Reacher was just this kick-ass superhero dude that was just indestructible. And now, I think that's when it was most fun to read about Jack Reacher. And I've read only a few of those, like out of order, really. But uh, there are some books where he's just kind of more watered down and toned, toned down and just kind of cool and smooth. And then there was just other books. Man, <laughs> it was like it was like Fast and Furious in book form. So um, no, dis no disrespect to Lee Child and his writing, but damn, um, Jack Reacher was just made out to be indestructible at times. But it's cool to see that on this show. So if you haven't had the chance to check out Reacher at all, check it out. Watch season one and follow that up. Watch season two. Pretty good seasons. Um, I like it so far. Hopefully, 
not hopefully, I'm pretty sure we're getting a season three. We have to get season three. This is a great show. And yeah, uh, hopefully you guys get some enjoyment out of that if you know nothing about Jack Reacher. Uh, another show that I've been uh, watching, I'm kind of catching up on, is Lawman Bass Reeves. Bass Reeves was a, um, in short, I'm not going to say anything about Bass Reeves, but I will tell you the show back in the day that's based on Bass Reeves' life, uh, The Lone Ranger. And of course, we have a, a Disney depiction of the Lone Ranger. I think it's I think Army Hammer played Lone Ranger, and and Johnny Depp was in the movie too. Um, I, I don't know, but the Lone Ranger is based on Bass Reeves. If you didn't know that little fact, uh, check out Lawman Bass Reeves on Paramount Plus. Pretty damn cool. And uh, read, actually read up on Bass Reeves too. Read on Bass Reeves. This was a badass cat. He, he was badass for real. So uh, those are just a couple things I've been watching. I did watch Saltburn. Uh, there's a lot of things going around on the internet comments saying, this is so disturbing. Oh my God, man, this is so crazy. And I'm kind of laughing because I was like, y'all. Y'all find Saltburn disturbing? Like, and I'm sorry, maybe it's just me. I was I was traumatized early as a child, just watching all types of shit I shouldn't have been watching. Horror movies, just you know, French horror films, uh, Serbian horror films. I shouldn't have been watching all of this. I'm still watching it till this day. And <laughs> it, it's it's no help because when I read the comments, I just laughed. I'm like, Saltburn is disturbing to y'all? Saltburn is cool. It's weird as hell. Nah, I wouldn't say disturbing. It's just like, okay, this is basic run-of-the-mill sort of kind of edgelord horror shit. You know what I'm saying? Lord, leaning on that, uh, that wave of trying to be edgy to get some attention from casual viewers, I guess. But regardless, Saltburn was, uh, pretty decent it's a good watch i will say also if you have amazon prime check out another horror movie totally killer uh such a fun movie i watched totally killer going on maybe four different times now i'm not gonna tell you the plot of this movie just hop on youtube and type in totally killer and why don't you tell us what the movie is about like no i want you to get the viewing experience of the trailer i just want you to check it out type it into youtube and watch the trailer um pretty funny movie pretty cool concept of a movie it has time travel and think of um i think i think it was happy death day too because happy death day uh, the movie that came out just a few years ago the girl who dies and she has to continue to live that day over and over and over until she finds the person that killed her pretty funny movie i ain't gonna lie i actually liked it i think part two was a little more ridiculous and part two gets into time travel it's yeah it ain't hitting like the first one but it's it's a totally killer taps into the concept of time travel uh, and the girl in the movie is stuck in the 80s. And uh, that's all I want to say. It has this pretty cool 80s aesthetic to it. I know people are kind of tired of the whole 80s type movies. And it's, it's being overdone. And honestly, I agree. But sometimes it's done right. And I think Totally Killer 
is one of those moments where it's done right. Another movie that is sort of kind of old, a few years old, that I I didn't watch it when it initially came out, didn't really care for it. It's called Freaky, and it's, it's it has a Freaky Friday take where it has Vince Vaughn in it, and Vince Vaughn is a killer, and he switches bodies with an innocent young blonde girl, and she becomes the killer, and he becomes he becomes her pretty fucking cool movie and i'm sitting here like why didn't i watch this sooner this is this is decent i like it i really do so yeah that's what i've been watching so far haven't really been tapping into my viewership of horror films i'm getting a little sidetracked again i I have another podcast that i'm abusing and neglecting and and jesus christ man i feel so bad that i'm i need an assistant y'all I need an assistant, <laughs> or I need to. I need to do better with my my schedule, my time, my sleep schedule is. I don't even want to get started on that. Just it's so much that's going on, but uh, for the main part, um, I have episodes of let me see Monster House and Trick or Treat ready to go. I will have those uploaded by the weekend. It's just, man, 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 man. Look, two podcasts ain't for the week. And I commend anyone that's out here that's doing like three, four, five podcasts. Like, if you, you, I don't know what type of time you got on your hands. I will say that I admire you. I want to shake your hand. I want to hug you. I think you are a superhero, <laughs> basically. Because I just got two shows and I'm like, holy shit. But yeah, so two new episodes coming around the weekend. And uh, yes, 2024 is here. Um, just yeah, man, we, 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 we getting into bigger and better things. Just a whole lot of things are, are brewing I, or bubbling, I should say. I don't know. Cliche words, whatever. Anyway, so shout out to 12 Kyle. Um, you can listen to his show on all platforms. You can listen to podcasts, which is the 12 Kyle podcast. Please check him out, subscribe to him and, uh, tap, tap in with 12 Kyle. He had posted something not too long ago. And I believe this was, this might've been last week. I'm, I'm sitting here talking about like it was months ago, but this was somewhere around like last week or so. And he was saying that he had read an article the title of the article was what is swag surfing everything to know about chiefs's viral dance celebration as taylor swift and donna kelsey participate and i I thought it was you know i laughed i was just like oh man that's just funny hilarious i said but you know that's man it's so annoying and i come across it is on the sporting news website and I'm sitting here reading it, and I could not stop reading it. I didn't even get into the article because I kept reading the headline. What is swag surfing? Everything to know about Chiefs' viral dance celebration as Taylor Swift and Donna Kelsey participate. I ain't going to hold you. The more I kept reading the headline, the more irritated I became. Because it's like, wait a minute. This swag surfing shit has been around. What? <laughs> Almost... We damn near clocking in almost 20 years. It ain't been 20 years, but 
you might as well say damn near, I would say a little over a decade now. Like, it's still a thing that people do. And I say 20 years because I believe it's going to go on longer than that. This is it's a staple. It's something that's here to stay. No matter what you think of that era in hip-hop at the time, I hate it. At the, I hated all of that shit, the snap era, all of that. I have a, a very um, high appreciation for it. Like, yeah, it it was a thing, but you know, I didn't fuck with it. Like, I wasn't rocking with any of that. The whole uh, what was that shit? Uh, party like a rock star or whatever. I wasn't rocking with none of that. But swag surfing was one of those things where it just it caught on. And people weren't doing that whole, you know, the crowd getting into unison, rocking back and forth at first. Like within the first couple of years when the song was out, no, no one was really doing that. People were kind of like kind of doing a little two step and they had a little dance going. And it was maybe a few years beyond after that where they started doing this whole unison, rocking back and forth thing. And it's been done like that ever since when the song comes on. For them to sit here <laughs> and report this like it's new makes my ass itch. And I'm sorry for being too descriptive of saying that, but damn it, it really just irks my soul. Because I'm like, fam, this is part of the reason why I did not pay attention to this year's NFL season. I, I just didn't care. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, like fam, I'm here to watch football. Stop putting the camera on Taylor Swift every time. Like, you put the camera on the Chiefs, of course, every single play. And then after the play or the first, second, third, or fourth down or field goal kick, then you want to pan over to freaking Taylor Swift sitting next to Donna Kelsey. I don't give a shit. Stop showing her. I don't know what the significance is of her being there. Like, fam, I, I just don't care. I don't care. And it pisses me off. I purposely avoided the NFL season like the plague. I haven't kept up with scores. I haven't kept up with any type of news like that whatsoever. The only person that I've kept up with that was football related mainly was uh, Shannon Sharp's uh, moves that he was making from FS1 to what he's doing at Club Shay Shay and Club Shay Shay, of course, Cat Williams interview. That's what I've been keeping up with. Other than that, I just, I'm over it. And I'm pretty sure the, I guess some of the viewers ain't really over it because they're still, you know, tuning in. I don't see why. But to me, when enough is enough, I'm not tuning in. So, yeah, there's that. But, yeah, uh, come on, man. And I'm not surprised. This is a thing where, you know, let me, oh, my goodness. Am I going to say it? They're, the white people have this thing where they're just years behind on some shit there's just not a whole lot of them but there's some that just happen to be like behind on a lot of shit for instance uh you could be around some of them and i guess that one hippity hop rap song uh comes on from 05 or 07 and they turn to look at the one black person smile as if the black person is just supposed to get excited about that i'm like i don't listen to that bullshit you know y'all know what i'm saying i'm gonna move on from that i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings anyway <laughs> that song you heard in the beginning of this podcast 
It's called Friday by an artist by the name of T Money. T-E-E-M-O-N-E-E. Just stumbled onto him recently. Um, pretty dope. Uh, this is the intro to his album that just dropped called Forever Ain't Enough. Kind of like it. I really do. Uh, don't, like I said, don't know much about him. So um, I'm going to just I'm gonna tune in to see what else he's got going on. Go to his back catalog. But uh, let me get into some more music. Let me see what we got here today. This is another joint that I found randomly um, on my Instagram feed, uh, well, in the stories feed, really, in the, the ads. Uh, two artists, Stoop Lee and Curtis Roach. Don't know who they are either. N- like, not at all. Uh, they are from Detroit. And I have an affinity. Like, I love New York, raised off of New York hip-hop mainly. And then, of course, fell in love with the West Coast is something about Detroit. I don't know what the hell it is, but I love it. The, the guys from like Ypsilanti or Lansing, Grand Rapids, Detroit. It, it's just something about them rappers, man. They're, they are fucking dope. But anyway, uh, the name of this song right here, it's a brand new single. It's called Hoop De Doo. Check it out. The Social Introvert. Once again, that is Hoopty Doo by Stoop Lee and Curtis Roach. That's a brand new single. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Check it out. So, uh, the U.S. are moving on. They're moving forward. It started with Tennessee, and it's been going on for a few years, but it looks like the U.S. is somewhat trying. I don't know how they're going to pull this off, but they're trying to remove the no-fault divorce law and... uh, cracking down on paternity fraud this is huge and it started with like i said it started with tennessee and i've been watching a few clips here and there 
um, tried to go back and pick these clips up again to insert them in here on the show. For some reason, these videos are no longer in existence. And y'all got some explaining to do. I want to know why. Why y'all scraping the videos? Anyway, uh, let me see if I can find this article. Uh, actually, it's... Let me check this out uh, here. The Tennessean. Did Tennessee pass a new paternity bill and what to know? A bill proposed during the 2022 legislative session aimed at protecting against paternity fraud is making the rounds on social media. State Republican Antonio Parkinson uh, D. Memphis said he filed House Bill 2698 after talking with a constituent who was ordered to continue paying child support despite learning after five years that the child he believed to be his was not. The bill proposed that an unmarried man who would be required to take a DNA test proving paternity before he could sign the voluntary acknowledgement of paternity and have his name on the birth certificate. Here is what we know about the bill and where it stands. Did HB 2698 pass in the law? No. The bill was filed at the beginning of the 2022 legislative session and passed through one subcommittee before being deferred and placed on the Civil Justice Committee's calendar three times. Ultimately, the bill was deferred to summer study where it died. So currently, um, they've just been trying to push this into House. And the House, they're, they're, ba- they're basically being more considerate around this time. So let me continue to go on further with this. The bill was filed in the 112th Tennessee General Assembly, which concluded its business in 2022. Now, the next one is, did a percentage, or not percentage, did a parentage fraud bill pass into law? Yes. Parkinson filed a similar bill to House Bill 2698 during the 2023 legislative session under the current 113th Tennessee General Assembly. House Bill 253 was signed into law by Governor Bill Lee on April 24th. The law says that anyone who establishes a person as a biological parent of a child with intent to deprive the actual biological parent from their parental rights is guilty of a crime. The law makes this specific form of fraud a Class B misdemeanor. Misdemeanor? Shit. (laughs) That's nothing. (laughs) The law does make exceptions for children conceived as a result of rape. If the child has been on or has been or in the process of being adopted or the victim of the offense was the defendant's spouse at the time of the offense. The 2023 law left out the DNA testing requirement for unwed fathers. Parkinson also passed a separate bill in 2022, House Bill 2699, that did remove a five year statute of limitations to challenge an acknowledgement of paternity. On the basis of fraud, duress, or mistake. So, it, it's still a fight. It is still a fight to get this off the ground. I'm telling you right now. It's going to take some time. I give it five, maybe ten years. If they're really... If, if they're still somewhat trying to push back on this, it's going to take quite some time. But the fact that this is kind of bubbling up and... Tennessee is shockingly enough. Tennessee is the first one to take this on. They might not be the first state to pass this. There's probably other states watching this and saying, "Hmm, let's follow suit. Let's let's actually do something about it." 
Uh, we're going to try to see what Tennessee is going to do. They're trying their best, but if they're not really moving forward, let's step into it and let's be the first to pass this law. Uh, people are going nuts over this law. And by people, I say women. I'm not going to say anything else besides that, but we already know what the deal is with this. Obviously, as I said, it's going to take time because these men are out here who aren't biological fathers of the children and don't know that. Uh, just imagine how many more are they probably know but are scared to even fight because there's a lot of i've talked to quite a few and they're simply just scared to fight there's they're they are scared to fight in the courts uh financially it's it's not beneficial for them to fight they'll go broke so there's something that they are stuck with um now i say that is going to take time also because when this comes out and then you find out how the the percentage of women who are committing paternity fraud and they could possibly be jailed who's going to care for the child you could say aunts and uncles or grandparents and in some cases that's probably not guaranteed so they're still pointing back on the man that was <laughs> basically deemed as the biological father so it's it's is a, is a rocky situation. It's a very rocky situation. I've heard so many stories of men who are not the actual father of the children that they're caring for. And just, you know, they found out years later down the line. And it's, it's so fucked up. But um, the fact that this is a topic of discussion, it's is ramping up. And these, there's a lot of these women that are very upset very upset and hey you know there's still people out here that are caping for them trying to protect them and they have this narrative drilled into their brain that they are of i don't know sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and the they are i guess the disney princesses of our society and they can just do no wrong and there's no way and and these people have not really seen the true nature of these folk and what they're capable of. <laughs> I'm just saying they haven't. But I also will say to men out here who, if you think you're the, the upside of life is just fucking around and, and getting bitches and, and whatever, um, please go take a look in the mirror or sit down with a therapist or do something, meditate drink some fucking coffee and take a chill pill because I'm telling you now you better be careful a lot of scenarios like this start with you messing around on the chick anyway getting the sexual intercourse and you know one thing leads to another and she's still fucking around and she gets pregnant and homeboy that she got pregnant by the actual father you know he can do whatever the fuck he want he out out he 5,000 she ain't going to say nothing to you about dude that she was messing with, obviously. So she going to pin it on you and you sitting there excited and, oh, my God, I'm the dad. Ooh. And then, you know, yeah, that, that's how it starts. Have some self-control. Think with your brain. I'm telling the more you think with your brain, the more that you have self-control, you're going to realize. And uh, this is w men and women. When you do this. You're going to realize a lot of people that you run across that I guess you might see as potential 
if you're not thinking with your brain, are really just full of shit and are, are a waste of oxygen interacting with these people. So please have better self-control and use your intuition. Have have better discernment for the people you rocking with or the people that you feel like you, I don't know. And hey. Who am I? I probably don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just telling you from experience and I'm telling you from what I know, that's not the road you want to go down on. Be very careful. <laughs> Be very careful. So we'll see, man, when it comes with this bill, man, because this is challenging. And then you got to go through each state. So who knows how long this is going to be? All right. No other state has really picked up on this. Then you got to go through D.C. with their, you know, that house. And then that's is it's an absolute mess. It is such an absolute mess. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to take at least a decade, maybe two until this becomes implemented into law. So, yeah. Um, what else is going on? Only I'm going to get a little personal, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to get a little personal. Um, so recently, uh, I was talking to my grandmother about my dad's side of the family. And I guess she was trying to talk to me about being more compassionate and being nicer. And, <laughs> and, I, and uh, I said, well, why? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I, I believe I talked about what happened or the, the fallout or the rift that I had with my dad's side of the family i don't think i did but it was shortly after my dad had passed away and i was so i was left confused as shit didn't know what to do blacked out you know just you know just overreacted more than i actually should have and um it, it took my grandmother to kind of like you know calm me down a little bit you know what i'm saying and then my mother i talked to my mother about it and my mother, what she said to me was, I don't know why you were, she said something that she was, she shouldn't have said to me and it, it kind of hurt, but she apologized for it recently. And I was like, damn, oh, okay. She basically at that moment where I blacked out and was about to go off and I did go off. What the fuck am I talking about? And she was like. There's no need to cry over them. They wouldn't cry for you and blah, blah, blah. Just all types of shit. And she apologized for saying that. She said she shouldn't have said that at all. She said because that wasn't right. And out of all the, you know, the siblings from, you know, from my my sister, which is, you know, my aunt and my brother, my uncle, whatever. Uh, I'm the only child out of the bunch who has lost a parent. And so, of course, no one else is going to know how it feels except for you. So I apologize, which I appreciate for her, you know, her apologizing. But the conversation I was having with my grandmother was having a family. And I said something that I shouldn't have said, man. I, it was mean, bro. And I was like, man, fuck them, bro. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't care about, you know, you know, my kids meeting them I was like they can if they want to and I was just like I'm not about to force them to me and then she stopped me she was like well no they deserve to know uh that part of that side of the family the the history and those people I'm like man whatever but I felt 
I felt wrong for saying that. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, when that time comes, you know, yeah, they'll know who they are. But if they never bothered to reach out to me and get to know me or reintroduce themselves to me, why would I even bother reaching out to them? And there's so much more that goes into this, man. It's a whole lot of petty shit that it kind of turned me off and I'm just stone cold to just certain shit. Like, I I just don't care. Like, people ask me to do shit. I don't want to do it. I don't have fucking time. I'm going to focus on myself and get done what I need to get done. And that's why I I had locked in so hard um, in mid-2023. Just trying to gather up shit and, and, you know, get it together. And now it's like all of this is coming together. But it's a certain thing where I just closed off. And um, my, my grandmother went on to ask me, she was like, well, did you ever consider changing your last name to your dad's last name? It's like, no, can't do it. Can't do it. And uh, loving to death, but um, I am the only male with the last name that I have that's it's just me I was like, I'm not there's a bunch of men on that goddamn side of the family with my father's last name they'd be all right I'm not doing that and I said I'm keeping my last name <laughs> I ain't changing it for shit I said I'm not changing my kids' last name their last name will be the last name that I have now ain't no changing ain't no doing nothing like that at all but I guess one of them reached out to my grandmother recently. I know who it is. <laughs> I received a text on my birthday last year, and I didn't answer it. And uh, it was it was for good reason. I might tell that story later of the reason why. Whatever. I didn't answer that damn text. Whatever. Didn't care. And I said nothing else. Well, you know, everyone else who told me happy birthday. And I said, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Bruh, like, thanks. Blah, blah, blah. But that one person, I was just like, the fuck is you texting me for type of thing? And I'm only on Facebook to share shit sometimes. And, you know, I hop right off and or I'll post on my stories sometimes on Facebook and then hop off. Uh, they always seem to view my story, but they went out of their way to call my grandmother and say, hey, uh, Sid hasn't reached back out to me and I told him happy birthday and he didn't say anything back and is there a problem which they know what the problem is they just don't want to own up to it and confess that they were the source of the problem and I guess that's why she had that conversation with me but me and my grandmother like we real tight we real tight so we see eye to eye on a lot of shit and I told her what was up and she was like well sooner or later you know, you, you will reach back out to them. There's something y'all, y'all will cross paths again. I say, I highly fucking doubt it. Because if I want to disappear, I can disappear. Trust me. <laughs> and uh, that's not the good thing to do. I, I get it. It's not a good thing to do. But if I don't want to be found, trust me. You ain't going to find my black ass. I'll make sure of it. Leave me alone. But uh, maybe I need to stop being such a, a jackass or mean or whatever or I don't I don't know. I'm just I'm just sick of BS. I have no tolerance for bullshit. Any sign of it, I'm kinda like, eh, okay, peep game, whatever, and I'll back off immediately.
And they're like, well, what happened to such and such? Oh, I don't know. And <laughs> I'll, I'll give them time to think real hard what happened or what caused that. So, um, yeah, that, that's just maybe I need to do a little better at that because I've gotten a little meaner about it. And I don't think it's a good thing. But, yeah, one day I will tell the story uh, why <laughs> this situation happened. I'm like, you really reached out to my grandmother to tattletale and say he hasn't replied back to my texts i texted him happy birthday in september and i don't know what his problem is she know what the fucking problem is she does not gonna force me to say anything that's just how she operates she she knows if i'm not gonna do it she kind of leaves it alone and she'll let it go so leave her alone with that bs <laughs> Me and her talked about it a million times. Leave her out of it. She don't care. So, yeah, man, it's just goodness gracious, man. And, you know, there's it's a lot of things that, that do happen or that go on social media as of late. Like people's entitlement and ego and it's, it's getting a little out of hand. You know, the men versus women, the... I don't know, they're, they're more so women coming out right now and saying that every time they see men on trips and, I guess, living life, they feel like they're being provoked. Or I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> I don't know what that shit means. It just sounds weird. I'm like, provoked? I'm like, nah, he's just trying to, he trying to live his life and have a good time. Like, what are you talking about? It's, it's ridiculous. And, you know, these people on social media with their standards and because they watched a 12 to 15 minute video of a content creator talking about what they should do when it comes to the opposite sex they just believe that's just they, they believe that's canon and that's what you should do and that's the only thing that needs to be done like come on fam knock it off i don't know what the shit is i don't know what's going on and, you know, there, there, there's some men on here that are complaining and they're, they're doing a little too much complaining and you really just need to avoid it. Get off and, and go do something, have some fun, like go bowling. I don't know what the fuck to tell you to do. Just go live your life. But then you, you have some women that will sit on social media and it's almost like watching a robot just descend into malfunction and derangement and madness i don't know what the hell it is but it's just i'm like y'all telling yourselves a little too much shut up and get off tiktok like stop it stop it if a man ain't doing this and that like i'm not dealing i need a traditional man i'm the, he needs to take over everything he can handle the boarding passes he can handle the passports like hold on man who told you that y'all was going on an international trip shorty like <laughs> What made you think he was going to look for that? He needs to do everything. He could just figure it out on his own. Because when I'm with a man, my brain is completely off. And I'm like, holy shit. Fellas, listen. I was young at one point listening to these old heads tell me. He's like, hey fam, be careful out here. Mainly from women. I would hear mostly from women that they told me this shit. I'm telling you right now. I get it. I understand what they were telling me. Because... They are fucking nuts. And to see it on display on social media is terrifying. You better be careful and you better vet people before this this whole 
a man should know when he wants to marry a woman within two to three months. Like, no, 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 not at all, not at all. Don't fall for that. And if she's trying to force you, you just hey, just act accordingly and remove yourself if necessary. Man, this shit is scary. I know this one dude right now, and um, he was just look. He was always in the gym, and he meets this girl, and now he is. This is within maybe three, four weeks, a month basically, and he's like, I mean, she's the best thing that's ever happened to me, man. Yeah, this the one right here. I shit you not. I seen her. I seen her out. Greenville Mall. And that's all I got to say. Um, I won't go any further into that. But. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, damn. Cole said no subs in 2024, man. I'm not following suit, bro. I, I'm I'm breaking the rules, fam. No subs in 2024. And I'm subbing right now. Okay, whatever. I don't care. Shit. But this ego and entitlement is getting out of hand. And I think people honestly should find a hobby or something if you like i don't know if you like to knit i don't know if people like knitting still or you know sewing clothes or you know just picking up a new skill you know what i was sitting and thinking to myself i was like you know i want to pick up a new skill just some weird shit i want to learn how to uh i don't know like basket weave i don't know what the fuck i want to do but don't mind me. I was just just thinking out loud to myself the other day. But did this ego and entitlement in this participation award like you need to I guess if you're a part of something and someone who is uh, rewarded for something and you were along there with them, you feel like you need to be rewarded for something. It's it's ridiculous. Like you don't get a participation trophy for just being there like it is for instance if i'm part of a fucking potato sack race and i lose the potato sack race i come in like second or third um i don't need this big shiny trophy to say oh hey well at least you try like no nigga i lost i lost the potato sack race (laughs) like i didn't come first so it's like that's tough that's life hey get over it i lost like, come on, fam. And I don't even know why I mentioned potato sack racing. I'm thinking of, uh, I, I don't know, field day came across my mind. So, yeah. Like I said, if I lost a goddamn potato sack race and I came in, like, second or third, oh, well. Like, <laughs> I lost. Don't try to give me no ribbon. Like, I, I think during field day, we would receive ribbons for getting in first place. And then, like, the person came in second or third would receive this little tiny-ass stupid looking blue ribbon that i don't know i just i never understood that but the the entitlement and ego trip is getting out of hand i want y'all to watch real close i think tiktok is the perfect place for it tiktok is the the perfect haven to watch people descend into madness and I'm, i'm sitting here talking about it as if it's entertainment and honestly I feel for these people and I feel like they should just hop the hell off and go do something productive. But is is is, is a thing that you don't is you don't want to look away, basically. You want to watch a train wreck and it's it's sort of fun to watch them descend into madness, even though a part of me just feels really sad for them. 
please come up with some videos uh like learn how to edit videos on whatever platform you choose and record yourself and go out in uh, like a day in the life of such and such and such or whatever your name is like do something like that make videos of your dog or something y'all get on here and talk about just just shit you have no business of talking about it was one video of this girl I came across. I probably have a clip right here. Well, here's an interesting story. So last night, I went to this swingers club in Atlanta and like dead ass, like this shit's like no other shit. Like it's dead ass a club that you go and fuck in. Like literally go in the club, have drinks, there's just a bunch of dudes walking around in towels and he can literally just go in a room and go fuck anybody. Like, meet strangers and go fuck. Like, that shit is crazy. And I went with my boyfriend and my girlfriend and they let me get slayed. Deadass. But she was talking about how her and a group of people or a couple of her friends, whoever, go to the swingers party. And I... It's almost as if she didn't know what she was getting herself into and just went into description of how she just got slutted out and she just, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And I'm like, what the fuck do you expect when you go to a swingers party? Like, are you, it'd be shit like that. So I'm not going to say it. I'm going to stop you and I want it to stop because it's pretty entertaining. Um, I guess natural selection will sort itself out. Uh, I don't know, but this this it has to stop at some point because it's is like people's dissension into madness is it's too much, man. And it I don't know what the breaking point is. There might not really be a breaking point. It's, it's probably like a never-ending loop. People just continue to do it, and they'll just keep holding this phone up, putting it on a tripod or putting it up against something, whatever they have to prop up the phone and say, hey guys, this is the most embarrassing shit that's happened to me. And it just be some most, the, the most over-personal thing that does not really need to be shared. Uh, it, I would recommend if you just take a lot of the shit to the grave because <laughs> no one needs to know. <laughs> that's just me. I don't know. But hey, I'll let y'all be great. Uh, I will let y'all be great. Uh, with that being said, that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 545 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, shout out to the 12 Cow Podcast, John Vic Podcast, Random Tandem, Tactless Know It All, Two Awkward Millennials, Conversation Con Artists, and of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Gummy Name Podcast with Shogun Nicole Jackson. Shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. And shout out to Whitney Janae over there at the Sex with Friends podcast. Last but not least, shout out to our BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to bynkradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down to you see grown man shit with Robin Mortal. Jasmine Blue's blog with Jasmine Blue and yours truly, the social introvert. Also, Every Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time, Cole Jackson hosts a radio show called Thursday Night Lights. 
Be sure to tap in. Go to bynkradio.net. Stay at the top of the page at the, he- at the header. Excuse me. Or an easier way, more convenient way of listening. If you don't want to listen on your desktop, on your phone, you can go into the App Store. Download an app called Radio King. And as soon as it's downloaded, go into the search bar. Type in BYNK Radio. And like I said, at 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time, make sure you tap in and press play. And you can listen to Thursday Night Lights in that way, in that in that medium. Uh, replays, if you miss the Thursday slot time, Saturdays, 12 p.m. Central Time. So if you miss that Thursday slot, you can catch it again Saturday. Also, we have a brand new show, the BYNK Content Network, titled Inappropriate discourse it is myself shogun and cole jackson a government name and rain coleman a carefree black nerd and we are on youtube right now just go into the search bar and type in bynk content network it should pop up for you just tap in and watch the first two episodes man tap in man it's so much fucking fun it is so much fun i don't even it's, it's, it's like a game show it reminds me, I think last week I said Hollywood Squares almost. I don't know if I'm saying that because the literal setup on, you know, when we're talking is in the shape of a square. So that's probably why I'm even fucking saying it. But no, uh, it's it's like a game show and I have a blast doing it every time. Uh, so yeah, tap in BYNK Content Network on YouTube. Inappropriate Discourse, Episode 1 and 2 are out. Now, the concept of Inappropriate Discourse that we have eight topics so that's two topics split between the four of us we each take turns giving one of our topics and our thoughts on it and if one person i I would say disagrees uh, they have that time at least a, a minute and a half to dispute our take and why and so on and so forth so please tap in bynk content network on youtube tap into the first two episodes and am I forgetting anything else? Oh, make sure you subscribe and follow Teradome Highway Podcast. It's still a thing, guys. I'm so sorry. It's still a thing. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Life. What is life? Anyway, um, as always, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. I will be back Thursday. And uh, have a great week. Have an even better weekend. See you guys then. Peace. The Social Introvert.
for every Karen we lose, there's a there's a Julio and a Jamal ready to sign up for the MAGA movement. BYK Radio.